This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. It's something for the weekend time. I'm David Michael, the editor of MyOldManSaid.com, and joining me for the last My Old Man Said podcast of 2023 to discuss the upcoming clash against Burnley, Vincent Company's Burnley, Mr. Chris Bird. Welcome. Hello, mate. What a 2023 it's been. Indeed. But can we finish with a flourish after a little... Hopefully. ...hiccup over the Christmas week? Hmm... I mean, if we get beat by Burnley, oh my God, it'd be like one point from nine. <laughs> We're not used to this. No. Well, we, we are used to it, but not recently. Historically. <laughs> Supporting the My Old Man Said podcast throughout the festive period is NordVPN, and they are offering listeners an extra four months free on top of cracking savings on their VPN package which can potentially help with that festive viewing, especially if you're away from home this Christmas, as a VPN enables you to watch sporting events and TV shows by switching your virtual online location from a physical location that might not allow you to watch certain matches at certain hours. While at the same time, it also protects your online privacy on up to six devices. To get the exclusive package and also a no-risk 30-day money-back guarantee, go to nordvpn.com moms or check out this show's program notes as well. Thank you very much. Villa, now they were the form team in the league going into that United game. Now they're the sixth 
best form team. Uh, this goes off the last six games, as form tends to be calculated on. Might meanwhile, Burnley a tenth in the uh, form league, so they're on a bit of a renaissance. They've had a couple of good results, to be fair. Yeah, the thing about Burnley is they're shite at home. They've lost nine of their ten games. They've only got three points at Turf Moor. But away from home, that's where they uh, pick up the majority of their points. And uh, they're actually unbeaten in the last two games. Which would tell me they're not very good when they have to take the advantage, but they they can be dangerous soaking up pressure and hitting on the break. They obviously have a game plan that's Mm -hmm. starting to uh, serve them right uh, on their travels. And probably suits the personnel they've got. Yeah, I mean, their only home win was that 5-0 against Sheffield United, and Sheffield United obviously went down to 10 men uh, fairly early doors, which fed into that result. So as long as Villa keep 11 men on the pitch, you would think... But it depends on the 11 players, because Kamara's this is his last game out, isn't it? It is, and Torres, you'd hope, will be back. He was on the bench at Old Trafford. Yeah, there needs to be a bit of uh, calm going into this game. So I think Torres would be a, a a massive plus if he did start. Yeah, obviously Dina limped off having got a whack, didn't he? He ran into the post, didn't he? Well, uh, I mean, he, he, you won't see him again for a few months. He's He's got to get his next part fitted as he yeah, uh, completes his transition Dina. into full cyborg. <laughs> Like craftwork territory in it, the man machine. Yeah, no. But not not potentially the worst game to bring Moreno in for. We are referring to all the different various met- metallic plates in his shoulder, his hips, which he keeps uh, collecting with each subsequent injury. But yeah, this is a key win because it's uh, there's a bit of pressure on this one, actually. It's not like Villa just turn up and win. I think the pressure of that consecutive wins has dropped off, which I thought would ramp up when you played Sheffield United and Burnley because suddenly you're starting. I mean, Emery alluded to it, didn't he? I think before the Sheffield United game where he said, you know, we shouldn't be thinking about runs and, you know, where we are in the league etc you've got to focus on the, on the task in hand and I think it's hard not to think well you know you're looking almost two games ahead because you're thinking well here we are on 15 games consecutive wins and uh, we've got two of the bottom three to play so surely it's going to be 17 but I mean as I said I warned against this I said I've got a you know got a funny feeling I don't think either of us felt that confident against Sheffield United particularly no, for whatever and, reason I mean, Luckily, we we salvaged the point in the last minute, so at least it's uh, an unbeaten run that uh, can be maintained. So if you if you beat Burnley here, he's still unbeaten at home. We still have the best home record, uh, incidentally. Only the uh, what two drop points uh, after us. It's uh, Newcastle, but they have actually played a game more, and they have lost two now after that uh, thumping by Forest. I mean, I watched a bit of that, and Forest. I, I didn't actually see Forest score in in the. 20 minutes or so that I watched but they could have scored two or three in that in that uh, period so they they, they were rampant very well. they played very much like they did against us on the break mm-hmm. uh, and yep. you know running into uh, space uh, Liverpool are two points behind uh, they've won seven drawn two same as Arsenal Manchester City uh, played a game less but they have won five drawn three of their home games which is not exactly title winning form at the moment meanwhile Burnley won two Drawn to lost five of their aways. They are 13th best currently in terms of uh, away games. And they'll be up for this. I mean, they pretty they decent will. performance against Liverpool. And they had a really good win at Fulham last time out on the road. Yeah, and they picked up a point at uh, the Amex, did they not? They did against... And I think they'll look at Villa having... If they've seen the Sheffield United and, and United Manu games, and they'll be thinking, tell you what, we need to go 
head on at a Villa in this one. Yeah. We might actually see it. We might actually see a team come to Villa Park and have a crack. Yeah. What did you think about them in our first meeting uh, at Turf Moor? I felt we played very well and we controlled the game for long periods, to be honest. So much earlier in their, you know, Premier League tenure, I think they looked, they looked miles off the pace in that game. I think we were, you had sort of prime DRB. Cash had a very good game. We just demolished them down the wings. You know, we had pace all over the field, but... Yeah, they, they may be a different prospect now. I think I'd expect them to be defensively better set up. Yeah, because I, I had a feeling um, coming into this season, you've got Vincent Company with a almost like an ideology of how he wants yeah. to play. But then yeah, and a philosophy. Yeah, and a philosophy. But then realism kicks in and then pragmatism kicks in. And you're suddenly you're thinking, ah, we've got to survive here and maybe buy ourselves some time to go let's say, down the path of my ideology next season once we've kind of got our feet under the table a little bit more. So I think what you're going to see this second half, because Luton beat Sheffield United and Luton seem to be the team that doesn't get wiped out. Yeah, well, yeah, they still stay in games. Yeah, Burnley and Sheffield United have been sometimes opened up like a can of sardines, but mm-hmm. <laughs> for want of a better analogy. But they will, I think, certainly go down the path of being a bit more pro- pragmatic here. But as you said, to their eyes, Villa may be there potentially for the taking because there's been a little bit of a bump. And it's not like, you know, you're thinking about, uh, oh, well, we didn't win at Old Trafford. I mean, no big deal there. But the fact is we were 2-0 up an hour in the bank. And it's all about context, isn't it? Against the Shite United team. And against Sheffield United, we were playing a team that's... You know, won two games the season, you know, before us, and uh, everybody was slapping them. And we're in control of for most of the game as well. Yeah. So there's a chance here, and I think that is the main context. They have been improving. I think playing a four four two. I can't remember how they lined up against us at Turf Moor, but at home they've been useless anyway. So uh, and there hasn't been much variation, has there, in, in terms of how they've been playing? Whether it's you know whether they're playing Liverpool, Brighton. No. Or Fulham. No, it's not. They're not like one of these sides who, you know, slot in a, a back five or whatever when they go away from home. They just, they kind of play the way they play. Well, it's obviously going to be, a, you know, the modern 4-4-2, it'll be a little bit more fluid. But they kind of do play with a an out, an out front two, which you, you don't really see that often. A Villa old, age-old tormentor, Jay Rodriguez, coming back again. You may remember him from uh, West Brom, uh, amongst other teams. Uh, mm-hmm. Has a knack, doesn't he? Yes. Against the Villa. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Recent uh, Premier League form, we drew with him. That was the game when you couldn't even get in the ground, wasn't it? (laughs) That was before they got relegated, wasn't it? It was under Gerrard, yeah. End of season affair. We do normally play them in May. Was it when we got relegated, we got beat 1-0? No, it was before the cup final. It was the year before. So we stayed oh, right, up, didn't yeah. we? After was it the Southampton? Fiasco? Yeah, that was it. We we'd got the before. points in the bank, and then just basically Rested looked everyone. forward to the FA Cup. Yeah, and we got beat by yeah. Burnley one 0 at Villa Park. That was the last time, uh, and the time before that. I mean, you got to look back to uh, nineteen seventy three when we lost at Villa Park against them. Yeah, I remember a League Cup game against them. I remember a five one actually under O'Neill. We that was the five two. 5-2, sorry, it was. It was the yeah. week before we played the cup final. Do we have a bit of that now, actually? You we know, could. We, we, we really need a, yeah, we need a, a re- not necessarily a statement win, but certainly a, a re- it will just calm everyone down and it will make everyone think, yeah, do you know what? The momentum's still moving, a little blip rather than a real kind of bump. Because we said in the, you know, the post-Man U that you don't want that little period, especially the Man U result and the manner of it, you don't want it to be a sliding doors moment in the season. Yeah, You don't want to let things slide here. We've done so much hard work over a calendar year to get to this point. Got to see it through. And if you beat Burnley, then you the home form uh, stacks up. You've played yeah. a good layer of teams, like top-level teams, mm-hmm. seen them off. And you've got the best home record in the league, and that says a lot. I mean, the away record at the moment, people say, you know, Villa crap away, but, you know, if they'd won at Old Trafford, no team would have won more away games at the time of recording. Five is as many as anybody's won. My thing is really that in this one, it's our record against teams who you'd expect us to beat recently hasn't been particularly clever. If you think about, you know, Wolves, Forest, I know they they were away. Bournemouth etc Sheffield United at home we've been kind of hacking about a bit against the bottom sides bar the Luton game a few yeah. months back where we kind of walked through them so you kind of you want to put a statement against yeah to the extent I saw a Manchester United meme where they have Villa's result against Chelsea against Spurs against Arsenal against Manchester City and then obviously their recent 3-2 win mm-hmm. against Villa where Villa have beaten everybody else and they said beating Villa's not for everybody <laughs> Which is a good position to be in. It is, uh, in a way. In a way. Which shows how we are perceived. Yeah, so we are perceived as a tough nut to crack. But as you quite rightly said, we have to take care of business against the teams that we should uh, sweep away. And it's it's more not so that we have a defined right to, it's just that other teams do, so... (laughs) Yeah. It's about and it's just, it phrase, if, we, if, if we want to be where we say we want to be, you've got to get, you've got to be putting these sorts of sides to the sword. Especially every now and then you're going to get a result. And, yeah, and, and you know, and you always get wacky results over the Christmas period. And this season, you know, we have, you know, obviously the Villa one, you know, Newcastle losing to Forest. Nobody would have seen that coming. City have had a little run where they've been dropping points, etc. 
this is one of those games now Villa need to sort of put the put a marker down and get and go, nah, sorry lads, you're you know, in the way that maybe in years gone by with City, if City would lose a game, you'd be saying, oh no, you really feel for whoever's got to play them next because they're going to get it. You yeah. kind of want Burnley to, to be the team that gets it from Villa. Yeah, because uh, after this game in January, it's a, it's a soft January. You've got, apart from the FA Cup, you've just got two league games. So you need to, to get uh, people back. Yeah, and you need to pick up. You play in Everton away, Newcastle at home. Both are harder than this Burnley game. So they are the tricky games. Set those. them up because then it really kicks in in February and March. It goes up another level because you're back into Europe again. And you know, April you've got already five games scheduled. That's just in the league. Throw in. Hopefully, we'll get through uh, Europa Cup last sixteen. So then you've got games in April. They'll come thick and fast. You'll probably be playing if you carry on winning in the Europa League six eight games there potentially and uh it's almost like the next four weeks are the uh chance to regroup keep picking up the points and then it's a battle royale and you just hope that you you know you're within shooting distance of these teams and unfortunately i mean we would have been top if we just got more points against sheffield united forest and uh, finished the job at old trafford but the main thing as well as being top i think the main thing there was the gap on the european places which would have uh, given us a nice cushion and if you got some positive results against everton and newcastle then then you can officially stamp your ticket for the champions league place battle really i think so yeah that's why the you know the united defeat was so frustrating because you could have put such a good marker down against the teams behind you with them all dropping points yeah, um, you're just getting people back in. But in terms of uh, the Burnley threats, I mean, we're just talking about they're they're sticking to their four four two. They haven't got any, you know, outstanding talisman up front, really. I mean, their top scorers. Uh, I mean, there's three players on three goals. Sanderberg, I think, is their best player to be honest in midfield. Yeah, and with Kamara not not in there, it could be you know an interesting battle. Uh, Josh Brownhill's on uh, three goals. Uh, Lyle. Foster, who he's playing as one of the two up front. I mean, he's more wider. He's playing that kind of secondary Diaby role, isn't he, to a certain mm-hmm. extent? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say he's the same player, but uh, he, you know, he's their main goal contribution chap with three goals and three assists. Then you've got Wilson Oderbert, who's also scored three as well. Jay Rodriguez, the old war horse of you know, 34 years old, uh, he's chipped in with a goal. And you, and you but, know what you're going to get from him. But will he start is another matter. I think they'll probably go with the Swiss chap. What's his name? Zeki Umdomni and Foster <laughs> up top as a two. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be honest, I haven't watched much of Burnley uh, since we've played them. Little bits of the Liverpool game where I thought they were game in that game. Mm-hmm. But essentially, I don't think they've... Have they got the speed to really do what, like, for example, Forrest did against us or United did against us? In terms of exposing the high line, I don't, I don't know. I think Villa are a much more controlling team because it was that was our probably one of our easiest away performances, wasn't it? Yeah, that, it was just it was just the style that Burnley set. They felt a bit powder puff on the day in that one. I'd imagine they're a lot more leaner and meaner these days, a little bit more. So we should we say battle hardened in the Premier League as well? Yeah. Trafford in goal. He's had a bit of a baptism of fire, to be honest. Well, I mean, you're going to, aren't you, when you're newly promoted side? And of course, we've got um, we've got Aaron Ramsey coming back to Villa potentially, potentially playing against his brother if if he gets on. He's, I don't think he's been playing all that much to be honest. Yeah, he came on against Liverpool though. Mm-hmm. He came on against Brighton as well and got subbed off. I think he went off injured. How much did we get for Ramsey again? Fourteen million, wasn't it? A great deal. 
Yeah, he's only started two games. He's come off the bench seven times, so nine appearances all in. Only played two hundred fifty-seven minutes, but did come off uh, the bench against Liverpool. So we may may see him to thank him for those uh, fourteen million pounds. <laughs> I'm still surprised we got that much for him, really, because he you know barely kicked a ball for the first team. Uh, Mum's pool panel result. It's harder to predict this now than it should have been. I do think I do think ultimately we'll win this one, but it, it could go one of two ways. We can either batter them or I think they'll make it horrendously hard for us. And you could see a similar game to Sheffield United. Problem about Villa, as I, as I said in a previous show, is they're making every game hard work recently. And they have been you recently. You keep winning games. You take into the wire. You, you have got to... Uh, yeah. Have a comfortable or relying on player. marginal gains. Yeah, uh, he may resist not playing uh, two deep sitters in this. I don't know if that compromises how we play. Well, we did that against Sheffield United, didn't he? he played Louise, but he played Diaby and Bailey. But then, of course, we lacked any kind of thrust off the bench. It's suggesting you want to get the job done, and that's fine. Yeah. I'm all for that. Maybe knowing you've got a week off in between Burnley and then the trip to Borough, so it's like, well, give me a big effort against Burnley. I'll give you a few days off. Might be the plan. Yeah, but to be honest, I, I was more cautious about uh, against Sheffield United than I am here so I'm going to go for the home win and uh, it needs to be a home win so uh, there's there's no conversation to be had you, you, it's, it's a home win <laughs> home win it is then <laughs> right this has been 2023 see you in 2024 away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.